Howdy, everyone. A couple of notes up front before we start. I'm sure you've come to expect it, but this episode was recorded last week before TakeOver and Survivor Series. It was almost immediately out of date before we even had a chance to edit it. Also, at one point I got a little confused about Survivor Series, and uh, I thought because all of the women's champions were fighting, all of the men's champions were going to fight too, and accidentally invented the best match that could have ever been. But there's another thing I want to talk about real quick. We talk a little bit about commentary on NXT and have some criticisms of Moro's place on the table. Since recording this, Corey Graves has done what he always does and gone out and been a massive cock. He made some comments about Moro that, while I might not disagree with them in their substance, I absolutely disagree with them in how he went about doing it. He's Moro's co-worker and knows that Moro has had a hard time with bullying and mental health while working for the WWE. I think when you listen to the episode, you'll see that we are still fans of and still support Moro. That doesn't mean that we can't criticize him, but it also certainly doesn't mean that we can't stand beside him and call Corey Graves maybe the world's biggest asshole. You would have to be to look like that. Um... I'm doing something something fun this week. No kidding. Fun very much in heavy quotation marks. Oh. Whenever I test my audio levels, mm-hmm. I always go like test test one two three. And what that doesn't account for is that apparently I'm just a really loud dude when I get excited. Yeah, that's true. I get very loud and I don't realize it because if anything, I think of myself as a kind of quiet dude, but then... You do? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, okay. I see myself as a very loud person, even when I'm whispering. I try well, to be... Well, a... I, I know you're loud. Oh, yeah. I think I that I'm quiet, but I'm not. And then I look at the recording, and, like, the first five to ten minutes, the levels are pretty good, and okay. then... The rest of the time, I just sound completely blown. It's just oh, like, so you set up like some sort of bizarre rubber band contraption by which to crank the volume up as you're going or down. No, actually, what I did is I just set it to Tristan is yelling. And, and look, if I go, hey, how's it going? I, I barely peeked there. You need to put less emphasis on peeking. I mean, listen to that last, that last one we did. That's why I'm doing this. Oh, is it because that is that why it came out like that? Well, you know what they say. When you're doing a podcast, there's only two things you got to be concerned with. Your freaks and your peaks. Too true. Because we're podcasters, our peaks and our peaks. That's pretty good. Constantly be flexing our biceps. But oh, then... no, I was even just thinking because there's two of us. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like 
we're flexing our biceps, but then as we start talking, one of us leans over and goes, oh, hold on one second, and very clearly, like, fiddles with some knobs, and then it's like, yeah. okay, do it again, and then we both start flexing our biceps again. Oh, yeah, because the noise of us flexing the <laughs> yeah. bicep is... Bow! Bow, bow, bow! Well, it's the noise we make when we flex yeah. the bicep. Um, oh, yeah, I gotta... We'll, we'll do a little intro, and I got my little bit. Okay, so, so you wanted to do the intro and then the bit. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, you know, the, the shit where we talk about what the podcast is like. Oh, I yeah, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I get that. As if, like, all the, oh, the five guys that watch it aren't the only guys that are watching, listening to us. Okay, so then, so then, drop the music now. Oh, I, I should do it then. Okay. <laughs> hey guys. Welcome to What's on XT. The month the the occasional podcast about NXT and we're unofficial too, by the way. Hey everybody. I'm Al Casio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start it and then I'll do my little stupid shit. Here you okay. Go. Hey everybody, welcome to What's NXT. The monthly unofficial podcast about the best wrestling show on television and NXT. Whoa. Hot, oh, hey. hot take up front. Yeah. I'm, I'm Tristan Marsh. Uh, I'm Alec Basio. I am. I'm, I'm Tristan Marsh. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, good shit. So, guess what? You, you had a bit. You, yeah, you've been coming, here it comes. It's coming now, but I'm making... Okay, like, so just so you guys know, for the last 15 minutes, he's been talking up this bit, and then no, he's I like, have you do the intro, I have and then not I'm going to take it away with the bit, and then guys, I do the intro, we don't plan and what anything. the fuck does he do, but he fucking just blanks me. Because, guys, we don't plan anything. So, like, I thought maybe in the we beginning we could, like, go up with something, and you'd just be like, oh, we'll lead him with it. You know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. So here's a bit, asshole. Tristan and I, neither of us have watched this week's NXT episode, and it's right before War Games or 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 Survivor Series or both. And I, I think both. Yeah, I think it might be both. Seems incredibly unfair because Survivor Series this year is being billed as this time we're including the NXT people. Yeah. So they're doing War Games, and then the next night they're yeah. doing another pay-per-view. Yeah, and a lot of it is going to be the same guys too. Yeah. That's fucked up. And Bobby Fish got his nose cracked. So Ooh, poor baby. He keeps getting hurt. I know, he really does. Okay, so here's We've the thing We've got to protect then. our poor little baby. Tristan, why don't we just turn this sucker on in the background and just watch it with no sound while we're doing the episode? Um, okay. That sounds fun. See, that's the bit. Isn't that fun? I thought that you were going to actually do a bit, like a bit bit. Like no, I, well, like, I, I might not know what a bit means. I, I might not know that. This is this is more of a of a feature or a theme. Yeah, and then what will happen is every once in a while, like we'll look over, I'll look over my shoulder because the TV's behind me. So this is really the best way to watch wrestling, right? Uh, and I'll be like, oh, Dijak versus Cole. Dijak just kicked Cole in the head. Oh, that looks cool. 
Just like every like ten minutes, just make a comment on the. Now see, the bit would be that we say we have it on in the background, but then we just make shit up to pretend like we're watching it, even though we clearly aren't. Right. That would be the bit, but we're not going to do that. But that's not what we're doing. No, we're just watching it now. We're going to start it at the same time. We'll we'll set that up. Okay. Up okay. Are you ready? Yeah. One. Two, you don't even, I can see your TV. You don't even have it up. Come on, bring it up. All right. Okay, he's got the Apple TV. Okay. okay Apple are you ready? TV, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All our best bits are me not getting the joke. <laughs> okay. So he's got it pulled up. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. One, two, three, start. Okay, and we don't have the sound on, guys. So we're not going to be able to hear any of the cool calls that are being made. Uh, and we might end up enjoying it a little more because that's my first point I wanted to get into. <laughs> a lot of wrestling has been going on. You kind of brought this up. There's a lot of wrestling going on during the week and a lot of really good wrestling. And one of the things that this really good wrestling is making me notice, and I don't watch AEW because I don't have that cable package or whatever, but I am watching Power. And yes, we could talk about Power and their big problem now or whatever. We'll talk about it. I, I am watching Power. I am watching Uncharted Territory, although not religiously, and I'm not watching the entire episodes. You're just getting your Tony Depp and fix and then uh, yeah, basically. getting out. Yeah. <laughs> And, but I'm watching, like, all kinds of shit now. And the thing is, I'm noticing, I think Moro is annoying to me. <laughs> I think he says too many things. I think his play-by-play -play is too frantic and active. I'm starting, we were talking about this before, I'm starting to really like Beth. I think Beth is really good right now. And Nigel has always been Nigel's always been the best. <laughs> the best guy at the table. But the thing is, Moral used to be a lot more chill, I think. Since you brought this up to me, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but, geez, that guy can't shut up. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> he can't shut up. That's the thing. I mean, and it's good because he is trying to, like, bring in, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring in Beth. I'm going to bring in Nigel. He does. Yeah, But I mean, we don't have to, there are times when you can watch the wrestling and nobody could say anything and it actually enhances the wrestling. Like the wrestling looks better when you don't hear somebody yelling the name of the move that that guy did. Also, here's something that I think everybody should be able to agree on. Yeah. If you have to explain your joke, don't make your joke. That's, I mean, we, we probably we break that all the time. Yeah, but we're not but, we're not professional broadcasters. Exactly. So we have We're an dangerous. Out. We're on the outskirts. We're That's unofficial. Right. Yeah. He is he is sanctioned by the WWE. Yeah. And somebody really needs to tell him once or twice, the first couple of times it was funny when he would like use a word that he clearly just looked up in a thesaurus and then be like, Oh, that means somebody who, you know, kicks somebody else's head. And you're like Oh, haha! Moro's kind of making fun of himself for like being a nerd, I guess. For being a nerd yeah. and like talking too much and and not 
always having something to say, right? Yeah. He's been doing it so often now that I'm like, your new bit is just being an annoying guy. The problem is also like, it's so play by play and it's so you're, you know, you're calling the names of them. Like that actually really bothers me. I watched See, some AEW Dark and I did not like that either. Although that was fun because it was Dustin Rhodes not knowing any of the names of the moves and Excalibur telling him the names of the moves. But I think, in all honesty, I can see that he kicked him really hard. Maybe, and we're going to get off to a bad start because I'm going to start talking about power commentary already, which is going to drastically change, guys. But power's commentary, they barely talk about the moves at all. They'll say stuff like, when he's holding him like that, it makes it really hard for him to breathe or whatever. That's, I like that. That's fine. Tell me what things mean. Don't tell me what they are, because I can see them with my eyes. I, I disagree slightly. I like the AEW model. I think that the problem is, is that Moro is doing play-by-play with color added on top. Yeah, no, I could see that being a If he was here. just calling the fucking match and letting the other two commentators comment on it that would be one thing but like every single move every single thing he adds a like metaphor or simile onto where he's like oh that hurricane rana was as twisted as stop it please just stop it and i had a realization because on one of the shows recently he introduced the show right yeah and i don't think he would want to do this i'm guessing that you wouldn't be able to make this work but i was like his energy is perfect as literally the show announcer right if he wasn't on that table but he was like an interstitial guy who was like and now we take you backstage to talk with so and so yeah but they don't have that kind of guy Whereas, like, AEW Dark kind of does have that. You yeah, know? they have they, the Tony, Tony Schiavone segments in between. With and the, I forget what her name is. I forgot is, her name, but, too, but I'll remember it soon because she's growing on me, too. Like, they're all, they're all growing on me at AEW. He would be perfect for that. He is clearly so excited to talk about wrestling yeah. that that is infectious. But when you're trying to watch something, it's like, oh, my God, man. No, he's not I'm trying to bad... watch it. You don't you don't need to sell me on this match while I'm watching the match. Yeah, he's not a bad play-by-play guy, but like he it's interesting cuz like he's a really good play-by-play guy in the sense that old Jim Ross is where like I don't recall this ever happening cuz I wasn't watching wrestling back then. But if you go back and watch the old stuff, Jim Ross like goes wild over shit that's supposed to like be wild and his yeah. enthusiasm is really genuine and I feel that way about Moro as well, which is good. No, that's what I like about him. The information stuff is, like, too much information. When he says stuff about how a guy is made of different genetic material or whatever because you can't put them away, that's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's a little fashy. What? It's a little fashy. It, nah, but not necessarily because he could be saying it about anybody. He could really be saying it about anybody. I think he's very... <laughs> I, like, it, it would be different if it was, like, Okay, it's not if fashy. Cornette was it's, saying it's it. It's eugenics <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Especially after this This week. guy's jeans? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. He's got perfect jeans. What's that mean, Jim? Um, I don't know, buddy. Good, good jeans. Very good jeans, okay? The thing that's good about Moro is that he is so excited and genuine about wrestling. And the bad thing about Moro is that he's so excited and genuine about wrestling. And yeah. he you know, like, one of the nice things about AEW is that they don't call every move. They call a lot of the moves. But if the other people at the table are having a discussion about something, whether it's in the ring or some kind of funny character thing between the two of them, Mora will sometimes cut in to Beth and Nigel talking about something to call a move. And it's like, that was the wrong time to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the reason that the things that have become famous for him are him yelling Mamma Mia is because, like, the funnest stuff that he does is just being excited about the wrestling. Yeah, which is good. You know? I, yeah, I, it's I, I great. I him that. It's very good. That level of energy throughout an entire match is, like, it's just tiring, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like when... Uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if you've ever had a puppy and like you bring it to the park, okay, and you play for it with like an hour, and then you're like, oh, it's getting kind of late. We should probably go back home, but the puppy still has a bunch of energy. And then all of a sudden, this thing that started out fun is now like a chore because you're like, no, I need to actually stay out here until this fucking dog gets tired. I mean, I don't know. We're watching it right now with the sound off. What do you think now? All the cool Mama Mia! Oh, yeah. sorry. I, I accidentally yeah. turned off the mute on my... <laughs> That's pretty good. That's funny. Thank you. You did a good job. Uh-oh. Um, Cameron Grimes. He's been Cameron on the show Grimes a lot recently. Cameron Grimes just got kicked in the dick by... Unaki. <laughs> you said dick. What am I going to say? Well, and also, that is what just happened. <laughs> now they know it's not. <laughs> God damn it. We blew it already. Yeah, we should have gone That's small. It's too unrealistic. First. We should have said, like, Keith Lee came out and was giving a speech. <laughs> okay. Oh. What do you, what is do you mean? Styles they know still it, showing Alex. up on the show? I don't even know. What what do you mean we should have said we're saying what's happening oh, on NXT right. this week and Funaki just showed up to kick Cameron Grimes in the dick. That's true. Oh, AJ Styles is back and he's what? He's making also a coffee. Also getting kicked in the dick by Funaki. Yeah. Funaki it's... has now stolen Cameron Grimes' leather hat. Thank God. <laughs> so the that's Moro the situation. first thing. And it's not knocking on Moro. I mean, he could be way worse. He could not know the names of the wrestlers, or he could be a racist. Like, there could be, like, way worse <laughs> things that we're seeing on other shows. I've been watching AEW every week with uh, some of the people from WrestleSplania. Yeah. I, I have started to form a kind of meta-critique of JR. Okay. Which is, people need to lay off JR because... As the person on the screen 
who doesn't know what any of the moves are called or who any of the wrestlers are, he is a classic audience surrogate, right? It's very important oh, to have these in storytelling. Right? Yeah. Okay. Because I like, like that. think about Star Wars, right? Right. If Luke Skywalker knew everything about what was going on, you'd feel left out. Right. But he's a dumbass kid who doesn't know anything. Sure. And when he meets Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, yeah, there were these things called Jedi Knights. And he's like, whoa, what? And it's the same thing with JR. When JR calls okay. Sonny Kiss a very good wrestler in the ring, and then Excalibur is like, yes, Sonny Kiss is great. You go, oh, Sonny Kiss is the wrestler in the ring. I get it. I feel like it's very difficult to forget who Sonny Kiss is. <laughs> On AEW this week, they were having a uh, battle royale, and two of the people in the ring were uh, Sonny Kiss and the Ass Man. Oh, Billy Gunn. He's actually wrestling for them? He's not he just is wrestling for them. Sonny Kiss started twerking for him, and he was, like, really happy. Big thumbs up. He was, like, excellent. Then he went to twerk for Sonny Kiss. Ooh. But then MJF kicked Sonny Kiss out of the ring and Billy Gunn got super pissed. Okay, well, that's a good way to prevent us from seeing that there's no way Billy Gunn knows how to do a twerk. Even if he knows, there's no way his spine is flexible enough yeah. anymore to do a twerk. Is it weird to have Billy Gunn in the ring with AEW guys? Just, isn't he like 4,000 times bigger than all of them put together? He is gigantic compared to them. Yeah. But he's also old. So it's like. Right. It's like. I'm just you like, know, I'm thinking who's big. And I guess. I mean, MJF is kind of big, like muscle no, wise, no. but he's the, not literally, even tall. literally not tall. the guy. Who's the tall? guy that Dustin they, Rhodes, right? Just Dustin. the guy that they call the giant of AEW is Mike Hagar. Oh, he's not that big, though. He's gigantic compared to everybody else. Yeah, that's true. His Luchasaurus is big, though, right? They're like, he's 6'3". Oh, no. For a wrestler, that's like <laughs> a lady wrestler. He might as well have had his shins blown off in a war. Yeah. No, it's very funny. You can, you can tell who the ex-WWE guys are because yeah, they're all like... They are. Well, it's like, it's like Luchasaurus, uh, obviously Billy Gunn, uh, obviously Dustin Rhodes. Our man Beretta. He, oh yeah, he that's right. WWE he was WWE briefly. Yeah, and actually, it's funny because Ch Chucky Chucky T is actually pretty pretty tall as well, compared to these AW guys. I don't know, maybe. But I think he's tall. Well, like there's there's a whole, and I do not mean this at all as an insult, but there is a whole uh like class of AEW wrestler that I can best describe as murder twink that I'm really excited about. I oh, like we don't a have a lot of those everywhere else. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, Sammy Guevara, uh, Darby Allen, it's like these skinny, small guys that are, like, completely hairless and then, like, just fucking demolish people. It's great. Uh, Darby Allen seems pretty cool to me. I feel like he's very legit. Like, I don't Again, know. Again, I was not saying anything yeah. negative against no, him. No, no, I know, but I, I cool. put him in a match with some big giant guy, and I still wouldn't think it's unheard of if he won. Um, He had a match with John Moxley this week. 
Yeah, and it was I saw the fan ending. fucking tastic. But also, you put him in the ring with John Moxley, and he is a tiny, tiny man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he still Have did. Have you seen that good. guy's new traps? He, he did pretty good. Moxley's yeah. traps are as big as his legs. Traps are bigger than Darby Allen's legs, yeah, yeah. actually. Probably. I don't know. This little fucking kid, I love turtles ass motherfucker with uh yeah. with a skateboard. And it's like this fucking rules, man. That's pretty cool. But so I was gonna flip your thing around on you. So JR is supposed to yeah, be the sorry. audience guy, right? I understand. The audience that. surrogate. But let me tell you something. The audience isn't sanctioned by AEW to sit at that's my joke about, you know, how you said that about Moro. Oh, he's not sanctioned to be the Bazillion. Yeah, so it's like the same thing. I understand where yeah. you're coming from, but at the same time, I think you should know who the guys he, are. He is he's like... He's learning who they are, I think. He's the guy that's supposed to know this shit. Yeah. Yes, no, I get it. Especially, like, I mean, it's although, funny because... Although, to go back to my Star Wars reference, imagine how funny it would have been if Luke discovered Ben Kenobi and was like, what's going on? And Ben Kenobi was like... Yeah, I don't know. Let's go to the port. Yeah, that would be fun. If Ben We're Kenobi's gonna go to this like bar and try to figure some shit out. If Ben Kenobi's best friend, who's a masked guy and much younger than him, <laughs> knows everything about everything, but he's actually—it's funny. So he is serving the role of Moro on AEW. I think he's pretty good because he's not just going fucking wild, Excalibur. It's hard to ever say that wrestling is like reserved right but but i do like aew for like I, they're gonna hear it they're gonna hear it i'm looking at it it is picking up munching them takis baby you know i hate <laughs> One of the things that I've been liking about AEW is the kind of space they've been giving everything. Mm. I don't think it ever feels like rushed or crammed in. And I think that NXT is sometimes like I like I like AEW's commentary a lot more, I think, because of kind of what you're talking about, just like the ability for them to every once in a while just watch the fucking match. Um, but then even how they pace it, it's paced so much more like natural. Yeah. Which isn't to say that there's like dead space, but there's a quality to NXT recently that has been feeling to me like, well, we got to be doing something here. We got to be doing something. I'm you know? wondering if that's because it's on TV and we're actually, we are missing a little bit of it from Hulu. But I feel like it's, if we were missing a lot of the storyline developing stuff, I feel like is happening when we're not looking. Apparently, Killian Dane had a match with Tyler Bate like two weeks ago or something. Three? And I didn't see it. Did you? See, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is that like AEW gives people like, a ton of time to get to the ring. Mm. Like it doesn't feel fucking crammed in when, when they're doing promos, they like give the audience a ton of time to respond. There's like a lot of crowd interaction that I don't think that we're getting from NXT. Cause they're like, 
They don't okay. really give a Finn, lot of Finn, promos, actually. Finn Balor, yeah. you're going to go out there and you're going to talk about how NXT has changed and you have five minutes to say this because then we're moving on to the next thing. Okay, you know? I understand that. I don't know. I don't want to hear Finn Balor talk about how all the guys are like wimpy little wrestling fans when he still looks like he should be Darby <laughs> Allen to me. All right, Finn, I like you, but you got to understand this is something I've been saying for a million years. You're so small. Could you eat like five cakes? No, he looks amazing. But again, you put him in the ring. Oh, he's probably taller than me. I'm sure you have a uh, fucking Matt Riddle blindside him. And you're like, Oh my God, save that kid. Yeah, I know. Matt <laughs> Riddle is gigantic. And then Matt Riddle has been hanging out solely with Keith Lee. So usually I'm looking at Matt Riddle and going like, oh, he's kind of smaller than I thought. Right, yeah, because he's next to the fucking seven foot tall, 400 pound man. It's insane. I want to see Finn Balor turn back face or I want to see Damian Priest turn face because I want to see them next to each other because I think that's <laughs> ridiculous. Are they on the same team at the War Games thing? Uh, or Survivor Series? Because that's the other thing we got to talk about is the, this fucking clusterfuck weekend coming up. Proposal for WWE merch. Because we're now unofficial, you have to pay me for this WWE. That's right. But it would be good. NXT Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> right? You have Keith Lee and you open it up and it's Matt Riddle and you open it up. Just keep going. Yeah. No, there's a few. There's a few that could go before. And then we got to get down to the bottom and then you got to. Adam Cole, Finn Balor, which one is smaller? I don't know. I think Adam Cole. Yeah, maybe Adam, Adam Cole, Cole seems like he's the same size as Finn Balor, but I think it's just because his head is so big. That might be it. Yeah, he's he's a little smaller. Yeah, Johnny Gargano yeah. is a little bit bigger than both of them. Maybe. No, you know what? Finn might no, be bigger. No, yeah, Nick I Finn think is Finn is bigger than Johnny Finn, Gargano. Finn and, Finn and Adam are bigger. Is that why Finn was doing the the call out on Johnny Gargano? Because he was like, "There's like three guys on this roster smaller than me, and one of them is Leo <laughs> Rush, and he has the cruiserweight belt, and I'm not going for that." <laughs> Speaking of Leo Rush, the new cruiserweight champion, how fucking good has he been doing? He's incredible. The, the match with him and Garza might have been like one of the best matches I've seen. I liked the match with him and Garza. I liked the lead up to the match. Yeah. They've been doing a really good job. You know, this is, this is the time for me to prove that I'm an objective viewer. Okay. Because... I was saying some some things that I didn't like about NXT versus some other shows. They do such a good job recently of having quote-unquote inconsequential matches lead to contendership matches, lead to championship matches, yeah. and having the belt and the title be center to all of that. Yeah. It's really been fun. Yeah, their, their booking, I think, is still really good. Their booking is good. I just, well, we'll talk about it more later. Yeah, you're going to say something about storylines or whatever, and I'm going to say, I don't need storylines. NXT is the wrestling show this of the week now. And, that, okay. and that's going to be our whole thing. I was really, really suspicious of that match going into it, by the way, because I was like, I don't know if I like this, because Leo Rush 
just got the belt. Garza is so hot right now, people are going to want him to have the belt. And this is going to be really weird to have them fight each other. But it was so fucking good that I can't wait to have like a part two, a part three, whatever. Just have them fight for the belt every, every, every takeover. It's fine. They're really good, both. They did the muddy ending yeah. the right way, which is... Because both of them have a claim to it. And, and also, Garza's foot didn't stay on the no, rope for the entire count. So it doesn't just make the ref look stupid for not looking over. No. It's like, oh, the ref legitimately missed this thing. Leo looks smart because he looks like he's pulling the leg so that he can prevent that from yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garza looks justified in being pissed about it because he was like, but my leg already touched the rope. Yeah, sure. And the ref looks fine because by the time he looked up, both legs were up. Yeah. It, it was a really... Beautiful. I thought it was a good ending. And also, it's two guys who have just a great in-ring character, really selling each other well. Yeah. Uh, not only that, we didn't even talk yet about the... Uh, he's got eight abs. Oh, Tony Nese. Tony Nese. We didn't even talk about the great Tony Nese, uh angel Garza qualifying match. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. An extended Chekhov's rifle of his tearaway pants yeah. that was perfect. And then the pants tearing away factors into the finish was so cool to me. <laughs> I thought it was great. Um he thought he threw me, but he threw his he threw my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. How can you not tell? They're so much lighter. But And him looking at the pants like yeah. oh my god, he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> it really sets up Tony Meese as a real airhead, and I like it. Which is perfect for a guy who's just all about how many abs he has. Yeah. You know? That was a really I really fun. liked that the first thing that Angel Garza Angel Garza is obviously a little bit littler than Tony Neese. Right. But he clearly is roughly the same body fat because the first thing Angel Garza does when he gets in the ring is he starts counting his own yeah. eight pack <laughs> and then is like, and eh, never mind. I like that. I thought, I think that also, like, the whole thing, these cruiserweights, the whole thing, maybe it's Garza, because I was giving a lot more credit to Leo Rush for this, for the ending, but maybe it's Garza for the finish, but these finishes are so incredible, like, they're so cool. I'm not a moves guy, I'm not really a spots guy, but, like, that Leo Rush spot where they, they the headbutts took effect and he fell oh, yeah. backwards and fucking did a, a Rana on him through the armpits or whatever, because he yeah. just, just from the weight of him falling over, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing in the world. I couldn't believe that. I thought that was so yeah. cool, because it was, and it must have been, you know what, honestly, it it wasn't even probably as athletically demanding as a regular Rana. It was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it sure. was so... It's literally, I'm going to fall backwards, and you jump forwards at the same time. That, it was so cool. That was, like, so wrestling to me. Because that was like, yeah, oh, sure. that, that's wrestling. Like, the guy fell down, and the other guy got knocked down by him falling down. This is great. I understand that. Also, I, I was kind of weirdly fascinated for the setup to that, where yeah. Angel Garza was going to do his finisher off the middle rope. And I was fascinated by it because it was not a smooth transition. No. 
but if anything, that kind of soul, you know, sometimes somebody's doing like a fucking avalanche uh, uh, suplex or something. Yeah. And they take so long getting into place that it kind of, you go like, okay, guys, like, okay, guys, you kind of got to. Yeah. It's like, it, you it have to be run- safe, but at the same time, that's when it starts it can- looking fake, like in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not sure. in a good way. This didn't look fake. It looked like, oh, yeah, if you have somebody and they're like, you're holding them to your chest like they're in a baby Bjorn. And then you're backwards crawling up a turnbuckle. It's going to look That's going to take some yeah. time. It's going to be awkward. <laughs> the footing is going to be really if, weird. If anything, if anything, if they had gotten into that position too easily, that would have also not sold the moment to me. Right. Because I would be like, well, Leo Rush is clearly helping him do that. Because how do you get into that position that easily? But because he, it was taking so long, I was like, Oh, Jesus Christ. Angel Garza is actually like slowly reverse ladder walking this guy up the rope. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it would have and and the move would have been crazy too. Like to to take that weird ass move from the second rope oh, yeah, looks yeah. like it would really kill you too. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's like Which is probably crazy. why they didn't do that, because they were running it by somebody. Yeah. And they were like, You're going to shoot this man's pelvis up through his neck. You yeah. cannot do this. Yes. Your hips are going to fly off your own body, and he is going to, his spine is going to go right to the ceiling. <laughs> like, it doesn't look, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it looks like it hurts him as much as it hurts the other guy. But I don't know if. Well, that's, that's kind of the, the way with all of those, like, stunner types moves where you're like, can you not do this by slamming your own ass into the ground? Yeah. Or into a pumpkin covered in thumbtacks. Uh, but. <laughs> well. Why would you choose not to do that, Alan? I don't know. I'm not Nick Gage. <laughs> that shit was wild. But yeah, no, so... That's right, Alec. You aren't, you aren't Nick Gage. No, I'm not. You think you know better than Nick Gage? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't have thumbtacks in my balls. Okay, well, he's such a good wrestler, that must help him somehow. You might be right. I don't know. I'm not going to find out. Let me ask you this, Alex. Write him a letter. Ask him. Does it? Do you wrestle better I, with thumbtacks in your balls? I was going to say, you and I, we're going to uh, get tickets go up to, to Beyond Worcester, Wrestling some week. We're going to go to Worcester, Massachusetts. And uh, I'm going to try to arrange a little moment for you to tell Nick Gage personally, hey, I don't think it's cool for you to ram your own balls into a pumpkin. Who said I don't think pumpkin. it's cool? I said, I'm not doing okay, that. smart. Smart? I don't think it's smart I, for you to I do that? Think, you're right. I don't think it's smart. I think it might be, it might not be okay, a great I'm gonna, mistake. Okay, I'm going to have you tell him that personally. I'm going to say what I honestly and truly feel, which is I hope you get paid a lot more for doing something like that. Because in all honesty, you really should get paid a lot for that because that does not look like a smart thing to do. You you can tell Nick Gage that it isn't smart to ram your own balls into a pumpkin covered in thumbtacks. Yeah. And I am going to be hooting and hollering and yelling MDK over with that fat guy who Nick Gage loves, apparently. Okay, cool. You know the fat guy. I mean, guy. I won't... The fat guy that's always at Beyond Wrestling, yes. it seems like he's super fucking cool. I will 
also be yelling and chanting. It's not like I don't like him. I'm just telling him. You I, just think he's dumb. I'm just concerned that he needs Nick to Gage, get the money. Alec thinks you're dumb. All right. But I am going to force you to say that in person if we ever meet him. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I don't mind that. Oh, right. You don't mind that because if he gets mad and punches oh, you. Oh, well, then I'm putting him in a fucking jail cell for sure. 100%. <laughs> oh, you, oh, 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 I'm hey, Alec, guy. Alec. Yeah. He's not afraid of going to That's jail. That's fine. I'm not afraid of putting him in jail. He's, he's got friends that are murderers. Yeah, and they're probably they're very... just normal people. Yeah. They just killed somebody. They're probably very cool. I mean, look, everybody's cool if you're nice to them, but. You know, I have something yeah. to talk okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you found the build? to war games and all of the different teams and who is or isn't on a team super fucking confusing yes. <laughs> especially because survivor series is also a thing that i have no clue about because i'm not watching the other shows and and apparently there's a team for that too or it might be the same team for four weeks champa has been coming out with Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. And then with Matt Riddle and Keith Lee, Ciampa says that he's going to war. And then Dijakovic comes out yeah. and says, uh, Ciampa, if you're going to war, I'm going to war. And he shook hands with Keith Lee, and he said something okay, about... Okay, so, so, so that, that makes four people on their team, right? Because Matt Riddle because... is not on there anymore. Yeah, so then Matt Riddle isn't on the Matt team. Matt Riddle is defending NXT in the Survivor Series, or he's in a cage match or something. So then why was he hanging out with, like, this is just... Well, because it was going to be him. Well, because the whole thing is, okay, I don't know if Dream is legitimately injured, but I feel like he might be. Johnny Gargano is legitimately injured. So he was going to be involved. You do understand what I'm talking about. Yes. It was very clearly going to be Ciampa, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. Yeah. And they were looking for a four. Right. And it was probably... And then Dijakovic showed yes. up, but now Matt because, Riddle because is Because it gone. was probably supposed to be Gargano. Or it, was, or it could have been Velveteen Dream or something. But both, either one of the ones that I think it was supposed to be are hurt. And so they decided to change two things so that whatever match they were going to have with whatever Matt Riddle is going to take. And they're like, they're like doing the same thing with the, with the women where like, Oh yeah. They're just fucking everybody up. Like, I don't even know what happens. I'm interested in that for this week. Uh, so when, when it comes on the TV, we'll have to watch it. Um, in Oh, here comes time. Rhea Ripley. And uh, she said, that uh, Tynera Conti is the fourth member of her team. That's a crazy choice. Yeah, except but... her whole team has been blasted to death, right? By Bailey? <laughs> Didn't Bailey just blast them the last week? Oh, shit. Bailey is here with a shotgun and she's blasting them. Yeah, that's what happened. But she blasted them last week, though, right? Like everybody was like unconscious. I think it was Bailey, maybe. But no, she, but no, she blasted. Shayna Baszler's team. But she also blasted Rhea Ripley herself. Right. And, and she also blasted... And Tegan uh, Knox. And, uh... uh, uh oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Larray, Candace. Candace Larray. Larray Candace. 
Lorraine Candace, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, she blasted them all. She blasted everybody. I can't fucking keep track of these fucking Are teams. Are both the teams going to go up against Bailey in a handicap match now? And she's going to beat all of them? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah. Here's what you do. Bailey on a pole match. Oh, nice. It's a War Games match, but Bailey on a pole. Whoever gets Bailey her down. is 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 hung from a, a chain from the middle of the ring. And whoever gets her down wins the War Games match, but then immediately has to fight her for Oh, the I thought it would be like she gets to be on your side and then she just oh, kills your enemies for you. I'm just imagining the With War Games match. With her weird mom hair that she yeah, now the, has. The mom I love hair is pretty it, by the way. I, I'm imagining the War Games match. They're all like... They're all fighting, and then Triple H's music hits. Time to play the game, and and it's and it's Bailey on a motorcycle coming out <laughs> with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Bailey on on a on a tricycle with a sledgehammer oh, and a bunch shit. of cops following her. Shit! Good job. Okay, we booked it. Yep, that's Great. it. Now, if it doesn't happen tomorrow or the next day or whatever day it's on, we'll be upset. Mia is amazing. Mia Yim is great. She, yeah. I almost couldn't watch that match when her nose broke open and blood went everywhere. Pretty good. I liked it. It was awesome. <laughs> she recovered from that very fast. I'm very surprised. Well, she's a very tough lady. Yeah. But, um... When it poured out, I was like, oh my god, it's Roman Reigns at WrestleMania all over again. <laughs> and I got very upset. And then she took that horrible ladder bump at the end, too. Oh, yeah, Holy that shit, was... that looked really bad. It also looked great, but yes, it looked fucking horrible. I, that didn't look... Those ladders are made out of balsa wood, guys. You can't have people fall through them. That's really bad. War Games has become confusing. Yes. And let me... Bring up another reason that it's confusing. Right. None of these people should like each other. Right. None of these people should like each other. So you have Ciampa, who's hanging out with Keith Lee and Matt Riddle and Dijakovic. The only team that makes sense is Undisputed Era, because they are literally a team. Yeah, but I... I gotta say, I actually kind of understand Champa's motivation because he's so proud of NXT and loves NXT so much that he would be fine with the other big guys on NXT. Except it shouldn't be against the, the it shouldn't be against these guys. Exactly. It should be against Bullet Club. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It should be. It should be. That should be the team for Survivor Series. Right. No, you're right. Because then he would be happy to have NXT people beside him. Yes. But why does he give a shit about Keith Lee and Matt Riddle against the Undisputed Era? Probably because it doesn't make sense. Keith Lee and Matt Here's Riddle alone question. could destroy the whole Undisputed Era, so yeah, he yeah. could just get the belt like that. Here's another question, Alec. Yeah. Shayna Baszler and... Uh, Io Shirai are friends? That's very weird. Bianca Belair is cool with being on a team with people? I'm a little weirded out about that. Bianca Belair was starting to have... She's always been kind of a tweener. If anything, she was starting to have more of a face role on the show. Yeah, but you can't... 
I, I, I was I was wondering about this. I don't think you can put her as a face because if she has to tussle with Shayna again, she just can't win against Shayna right now. It's better to have her be a bad guy. She was still a tweener, but more of a face. Yeah. No, I hear it. So she doesn't have to be a face. But to then put her on the bad guy team is like... I think... Why? Because there's probably not going to be a million women's matches at War Games that I think they want her on the card. Yeah, probably. I mean, she's got to be there too because she's one of their top. She's one of their top women. I'm gonna say it. That makes that makes sense, but in the worst possible way. I where like I think a better storyline would be the other two horse women get beaten up. Yeah, and Shayna Baszler is like, oh shit, I need new people on my team. It is funny that the two horse women are in perfect health and not on the team. Well, excuse me, Bailey hit them. Yeah, but the, when they were making teams, <laughs> she didn't even consider them. Yeah, 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 I thought that was pretty fun. You want both heel heat and a way to excusably have Shayna Baszler potentially lose. Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. Ooh, that would be fun, except there's no way that Shayna would pick either of them for it. Also, didn't Aaliyah get injured? Yes, she did. In a match we didn't see, Xia Lee kicked her too hard with a weird kick. But here's, here's what you do. You have it be a part of the storyline. Shayna Baszler keeps trying to get people on her team, and everybody's like, no, you, like, ripped my arm out of its socket. Fuck off. See, that's nice. And then the only people she can count on are these fucking dipshits who she hates. She's like, well, I can't reasonably go in there alone. So I at least need chum in the water. Hmm. See, the problem with that is... And then you actually have two heels who would conceivably help Shayna purely so that they could get on TV. Purely so that they could be in the spotlight. Yeah. I don't know. I think some of the weird... I'm not saying it's great. No. I'm saying it's better than what we have. Maybe, but I don't know. Because at the same time, hey, you get to see some fun pairings that you wanted to see. I want to see Rhea Ripley versus Bianca again. I want to see Rhea Ripley versus EO. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I want to see uh, Candice versus Shayna again. I feel like that one didn't go as cool as it could have been. And there could have been more. Some, yeah. You know. I don't know. And no, then I don't even know who's, who else is on the good guy team because they got all beat the hell too. So I don't know if Keegan Knox is still on it or what. Or okay, here's here's the Dakota other thing. Kai, that you and can of course, do that. you were thinking this too. But when Dakota Kai was like, "I've got your back out there," I was like, "Oh my god, she's the one beating everybody up so she can get a spot on the team. She's evil now." I didn't think that. You didn't I think was that? thinking when she had uh, Dakota Kai versus Shayna too. I was like. Oh, we kind of are getting the hero's journey again. Or the villain's journey. No, hero's journey. You saw her, she was doing all those good moves on Shayna. Yeah. She she did that flip and then kicked Shayna in the yeah. face. Was, no, it was good. But I'm just saying, oh, she wants to be on the team, right? Like, oh, maybe she's beating everybody. That would be fun. I thought. That I, I suppose. I think that the biggest issue, again, still seems to be we're grasping at straws for anything to conceptually linked to these people yeah 
And like, you know how else you could have done it? Much more simple. You guys don't get to choose your teams. I'm William Regal, and you pissed me off by brawling. So I'm going to make the teams, and you have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. But I think that they wanted to do, like, some surprise guy, you know? They always want to do Because that's what they're doing with the men's tournament. They're going to have, like, a surprise guy. But it's like, probably going to be Batista or something. Why? No, no, for real. It's going to be some wild guy that comes back, and it's going to be, like, not a good fit. <laughs> we should predict it now, actually. That would be fun. Okay. Who's it going to be? Uh, for, for the men's thing? Yeah. I don't even think they're in WWE right now. Watch. It's going to be some guy from Evolve, maybe? Austin Theory? No, it can't be because he's a bad guy. Although, again, they've been throwing that out the fucking door. So oh, That would be fun, though, right? Austin Theory? What if it's, it's a returning legend? It's Kane. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to disappoint me. <laughs> Calling it right now, it's Kane. He's gonna come back. Oh, big yeah, red I got machine. A bad taste in my mouth now. <laughs> They're gonna do pyro for the first time in NXT in uh Ooh. three years. Oh no. And and at the end, Ciampa is gonna give him a high five. Oh my god, he's gonna have to jump <laughs> to do it. <laughs> just came up with a legitimate legend that if they hadn't changed the team composition would have been perfect. Oh yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. I was about to say Goldberg. Cause, it, cause, cause then it's three big guys yeah. and you're like, how could this ever and Matt fail? Riddle, Goldberg but then, don't like each other. But then Matt Riddle and Goldberg don't like each it other. Totally. A and work. that causes I got conflict work on, on my own podcast guys. <laughs> it's impossible. It's absolutely a work. He keeps using the jackhammer. I love it. Yeah, that. and Keith Lee used the jackhammer two weeks ago, too. But, but Keith so. Lee has been using the jackhammer the entire yeah, time. Yeah, but isn't that fun if they're all using jackhammers? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh? There you go. Perfect. Perfect booking. Yeah, it's pretty good. You don't even need to change the teams. Yeah. But at least have the personal dynamics still exist. And having Io Shirai win and then having Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair come out and stand on the ladder and smile was like, what the fuck? Yeah, oh, but it wasn't, oh, it was Kaylee Ray, too, because they're bringing her Oh, in? yeah, Kaylee Ray. Yeah. So she's the fourth for the bad guys. She must be. But again, that doesn't make sense. I don't think that these people... Is she would, a bad guy these, in England? I don't... Maybe she is. Because she's from NXT these people, UK right now. Except that uh, she doesn't like Rhea Ripley because that's who had the belt before. Uh, Is that it? I don't know. Because I don't know if she's even a bad guy over there because I don't watch it because we don't have the network. Yeah. This is two guys. This podcast is two guys that don't want to pay for wrestling, talking about wrestling. The other kind of problem of War Games and Survivor Series is that there isn't a lot of other stuff to talk about in terms of like the one-on-one -on -one stuff because it's all been to build this right shit. and we also haven't even really touched on survivor series and the problem that that has because i have no fucking clue what's happening in survivor series oh i'm just ignoring they're it. not even building it outside of they're not building it on nxt which is wild except you get to see some of the promo see there is one match i want to see which is Shayna versus becky versus 
Charlotte. Yes, that or Bailey that is pretty. Is it Sh- yeah, Shayna Becky Bailey. Bailey? That's what it is. Yeah, Shayna. That Becky sounds Bailey. great to me. You don't even yeah. have Charlotte in there. Yeah, it's so perfect. it's the best possible way. Yeah, that I would really want to see because I want to see Shayna beat everybody for fucking NXT dominance. So I'll feel good. Yeah. And um, but you know what that means, huh? Which makes sense, but Shayna wins that. Uh, Adam Cole is getting the shit kicked out of him. Of course he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Come on. Who is he fighting? Seth Rollins? Is he fighting Seth Rollins? Yeah, I don't even know who the... If he's fighting Seth Rollins, they'll fucking... They'll job him out in five seconds. They love Seth Rollins for some reason. Everybody else... I can't even stand Seth Rollins. At this point, I don't understand Seth Rollins. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, even Roman uh, Reigns made more sense to me than Seth. I mean, I don't know. Because he's. Oh, no. I I liked. I didn't like him at the time. I'm not going to pretend like I'm one of those, like, fucking guys. Like, well, he was always good. I thought he was always fine, but, like, I didn't. I wasn't like, we, all right, Roman every week. But. Yeah, but I never. I never found him. to be there. I didn't feel like he didn't. I never found him boring. Right. Well, I mean, I did. You know? And he talked. Uh, okay. Uh, it's uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, no, it's going to be. <laughs> okay, let's find out. <laughs> that fucking rules. I forgot all about oh, that. Brock versus Rey um, Mysterio, right? No, because oh. Brock has the WWE championship. So it's Adam Cole versus no. Brock Lesnar versus <laughs> Bray Wyatt the Fiend. <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> That match, that match, I want to watch just because that's gonna fucking rule. That's three different things that have no reason being in the same ring together. Oh my god! And yeah, Adam Cole is coming out of that looking like ground beef, or he's just gonna hide under the ring the whole time. <laughs> You've got a guy that literally has two Adam Coles he walks around on. Yeah, yeah. And then you have it's the Brock Lesnar, who is... who is who is a literal wall of yeah. meat. And Bray Wyatt, who we know keeps a comical, oversized clown sledgehammer that he kills people with under the ring. And also, apparently, you can, like, shoot him with a gun and he's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Who the fuck's going to win between the two of them? That only means that Adam Cole can win, by the way. It's got to be like Adam Cole wins by double countout. Like, they're, like, brawling outside the ring or something But it's a three-way, so there are no countouts. Oh, so who the fuck knows? Ow, I just hit my... Okay, you're going to really hate that (laughs) noise when you hear it. I hit my headphone Because it's definitely staying in the podcast. What? It's definitely staying in the podcast. When I hit my head you on the... whacking your head into your own mic. Well, that's, well, you know what? I had a lot of shit going on over here, guys. Okay, Alex. And this really incredible thing just happened on the show that I want... And it's just like... I'm going to pitch you on yeah. how that match is going to end. Okay. Do you remember when everybody got super pissed off that Hell in a Cell ended with a ref stoppage because he just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. Kind of. I didn't see it, but yeah. You heard the oh, people yeah. talk. Oh, yeah. No, I know. You couldn't I didn't it. watch it either, 
but I heard the people talking. Yeah. Ref stoppage because it got too ridiculous. That's fun. Brock Lesnar and The Fiend and Adam Cole are all doing their completely incongruous wrestling. And then a ref just walks in and goes, okay, ring the bell. This is shit. That's that's enough of this. (laughs) This match is garbage. (laughs) I can't wait to see what CM Punk has to say about it or whatever. (laughs) How many F5s is it going to take to kill The Fiend? Alec, 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 Alec. Adam Cole, Panama Sunrises, Brock Lesnar. Get the Lesnar. fuck out of here! He can't pick him up. I was thinking, I was thinking, Ushigaroshi. How the fuck could he get him up for that? He couldn't even fucking do that to uh, Bray yeah, Wyatt. No, and Bray Wyatt is like half the size. Yeah, well, that's Ushi. I'm gonna Ushigaroshi this guy. Oh, I'm gonna last shot this guy. Hold on, I have to do it from the top rope because even when he's sitting down, he's so fucking tall. I think I want to watch Survivor Series. I kind of do, too. Like, just the thought of how absurd that match is going to be. Plus, I want to see the Becky Chainer match really bad. I, I, it's just, it's weird because I can't see anything. I don't know what's actually going to happen. Also, apparently this week, a bunch of guys invaded NXT this time. So we actually find out a little bit more about what the card's going to be. So we'll find out more as we're watching the show. Although I, I get the feeling that by the time we find out, we'll already have been finished recording. So. I assume that the rest of Undisputed Era are also going to have matches. Yeah, they're going to have a tag match, right? Well, what about the North American Championship? Oh. Oh. See, again, they haven't been doing a good job of building this. Yeah, because I don't know what's... This pay-per-view. I'm still going to watch it. It's probably still going to be fun, but... It's going to be great. I have no idea what the fuck is going on with it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Something that I do know what the fuck is going on with. WWE, NWA power, and racism. They're both yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a very hearty and confirmed yes. Um. So... I think that we should roll these two into each other because uh, even though they have almost nothing to do with each other, they still clearly talk about the current stupid fucking culture that is these carny idiots who run wrestling. Yeah, which includes Billy Corgan now. I didn't realize Billy Corgan was a MAGA guy until this week. Yeah, we're learning a lot of stuff about who is or isn't MAGA guys. Yeah. You know. No, apparently it's been around for a million years. Like, he's been doing interviews and shit. And I'm just like, well, he's not big enough to actually read it for me to read his interviews. But there you go. You know, say what you will about Chris Jericho being a MAGA guy. Right. He is still so entertaining and charismatic yeah that when you watch him on screen you can forget it right he doesn't seem like a mega guy well he does but in like 
it's almost as if he's on Arrested Development playing a MAGA guy, you know? Yeah. Like, he is a caricature of the kind of idiot. Like, his whole thing right now is that he's le champion and refuses to say I'm sorry like he's the fawn. Right. It kind of rules, but you still have to kind of understand that he's a fucking MAGA guy. It sucks. Yeah. Jim Cornette... Jim Cornette, decidedly not a MAGA guy, but still... But says fucked up shit. Does not seem to realize that just because you are a, I guess, left-leaning dude does not excuse you from just saying whatever the fuck you want on the microphone. You cannot just expect that to make things go away. That is wild. He recently said that Nick Aldis was so tough. It was Trevor Murdoch. He could... Trevor Murdoch. Moped across Ethiopia with his back covered in fried chicken. It was... That is ridiculous. I will say, I I do kind of like the detail that he kept saying moped. Yeah, right. But it's, it's funny. You could really say that about anything. You could say, oh, he could go to a fucking... He could go to the zoo and jump in a cage with a tiger. He could go to the fucking whatever, and he could he could he could go to the Chinese Costco or whatever or other topical. You haven't heard of that? The new Costco store in China, and they have like all these videos of people like ripping ripping everything off the shelves and stuff because they were so aggressive. I, I thought, so happy I thought that like, we were cons- considering we started. Oh yeah, out that's right. It could sound really racist, racist too. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand. I I thought you were going in a like you know. In a totally different, like, direction that is the same direction. No, I know exactly what you mean. No, there was, like, this whole, there was this big thing where, like, when they first opened their first Costco over there, just, like, last month, I think it was, people were, like, going so crazy to get all the stuff for the low price. They were even pulling, like, meat apart. Like, they were, like, really, and there's video from the stores. It's, like, wild. They just love Costco over there, which is, I guess, I mean. Well, who doesn't? I haven't been to Costco in a really long time, but it is very cheap. I think I can understand that entirely. I feel like... You can get a, an entire pallet of toilet paper for, like, $5. Yeah, my dad actually used to make a lot of money reselling the nuts that you could buy at Costco to his clients. Like, those big pallets. And it even had, like, the Costco logo. And he was like, you guys can just go to Costco. And they were so lazy, they didn't want to do it. So he would just go out and do it. That super it was, rules. It was pretty um, wild. Wow, so you really do have, like, Carney in your blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my father and my mother were both salespeople. Come on. I know the game. But anyway, back to uh, Jim Cornette yeah. and his horrible no, that decision. was, like, really fucked up. Honestly, you can't just say whatever the hell you want. And especially... People are saying things like, oh, but he said it once before in the 90s, and nobody... Yeah, in the 90s, everybody didn't you know, in the 90s, the people that would speak up about this, and we're going to get to the kind of people who would speak up about this when we talk about ACH, they didn't have the same kind of platform, and they weren't able to speak up about it as well as they could now. So it's not like they didn't feel that way. It's just like, that didn't come out. In the 90s, America let police officers kill black... Oh, oh never right. mind. That's a funny no, joke. No, 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 that is a funny joke. You did yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. Imagine saying that about anything else. Yeah. I was able to do this 
almost 30 years ago. Right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's, it just doesn't make sense. Well, I killed somebody before and got away with it, so I don't know why you're angry now. Like, you can't put it all on Cornette because they pre-taped everything like last month. Oh, yeah. And they had a million years to cut that shit out. And then, and then, eight, you could just uh, insert eight... silence over that. I've done that in Audacity on, on our yeah. podcast. I just constantly am silencing you. I'm just constantly just replacing. Oh, I do the same thing with you. I'm, yeah. I would, I'm counting on it. But <laughs> it's just, it's, it's ridiculous that they didn't just cover that up and then nobody would make a stake. NWA puts out this thing that's like, Oh, we are sorry that 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 got through, and it's you like put it there. Got through, you yeah, left yeah, it there. yeah. It's not live. As somebody who does audio and video editing a lot, shit just doesn't end up on your timeline. Right. You don't just accidentally export a guy making a racist joke. That is a choice you made. They left it in there. They they were listening to us. When we were saying the come on the gold tooth thing was fun. And they were like, oh, here's some Which old was very bullshit fun. that's nasty. He'll say it again. It, it so pisses me off because he had been doing such a good he job. Had. I was starting to be like, eh, maybe I've been too hard on well, him. Because the thing is, he's, he is a professional. Like, he's there and he knows the character to be and he is that character. He's not. He'll compliment fucking little guys in the ring when he's the commentator, which I appreciate. That being said, he's he is the character that you got, and that joke was part of that character. So maybe he just shouldn't have been picked. I was doing the horrible, like, well, can't I separate this man's art from the person itself? And then part of his art is him being like, also, I will just say, not that this makes it better or worse. But conflating two different kinds of racism. Yeah. Fried chicken is how racists are racist towards African-Americans. Right. They want to eat is how you're racist towards Ethiopians. Right. So if anything, he's being an extra meta level of racist by being like, eh, all black people are exactly the same. I was not there for the live stream of it. I did catch it, though, and I was like, that was really upsetting because I was like, no, come on. What's going on? And they took it down, too. I think they took the whole thing down. Yeah, they took the whole thing down and then re-edited it and put it back Just to up, show you how easy after... it could have been for them <laughs> a month and a half ago. Yeah, like two hours later, it gets back up. Yeah. And now they've got Cornette out there on his fucking podcast talking shit and on Twitter talking shit about how he had nothing to apologize for and this and that and people are too sensitive or whatever bullshit he's saying and all of that could have been avoided just by cutting the fucking line. Cut the line. Get rid of the guy. They're not going to because they don't think they probably don't think it was offensive either, honestly. Well, because they're going to hide behind well, this was a character. Right. And the problem is, is that that only goes so far. This would still not be acceptable. But if they had a commentator who was like wearing a KKK hood and everybody booed. Right. Then at least it's like we're making a clear stance on this. This is just 
somebody being casually racist and then being like, no, 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 no. Their character is that they're casually racist. Being casually racist and so casual about it that you're unwilling to accept that it could have been racist. Like, you're just like, no, yeah, come yeah. on, man. What, what are you talking about? That's wild to me still. That's just totally wild. He, he starts doing the Dave Chappelle bit where he's like, oh, everybody loves fried chicken, right? I, I, come on. Ugh. And again, Dave Chappelle, as we said before, perfect politics. Very ripped. Big shoulders. Doesn't have a problem with trans people, according to himself. Oh, that's, so that's good. I, I didn't know anything yeah, about yeah. that. I've only been looking at pictures oh, yeah. of him because that's how I enjoy comedians. Well, with him specifically, that might be the way to enjoy him. <laughs> it's really disappointing because I was really liking power. And then, like, the Cornette thing happened, which when they get rid of Cornette, I'm like, okay. But then the whole other thing, like, well, it was just sitting there and he never edited it. And then the guy that, like, wrote the apology is apparently also like a and just it's all just of like, the fucking dickheads the fuck? on twitter and squared circle that are like no no no, no, no. You, you guys are being too too fucking yeah. like you're snowflakes but, it's like, oh, but it's just like up. that's the thing that's so wild is like at the same time then you have like the wrestlers on power who are coming out and being like still watch our show please because like because it's, it's a, a fun show, show to yeah. watch when people aren't being racist. Yeah. And I just, it just makes me feel so bad because now I'm so upset about Billy Corgan being a MAGA guy. I don't know if I want to watch Power, but I do. I'm still going to watch Power. I want to find out who Question Mark is. You look at the fucking <laughs> uh, uh, audience and like, there are a lot of black and brown people in that audience. Like the live audience yeah. of Power. It's like, what the fuck does that do to them? That was like from that one day of taping or two days of taping or whatever it was that they did. Yeah. So like, who knows after sure. all this shit and the cornet stuff comes out, I hope that that stays the same for the next tapings and people aren't just like, oh, I don't know about this. Or the roster and the audience become completely white and they try to bill it as a true throwback to 70s wrestling. Okay, and that will ma help me make my decision. <laughs> Thank you. That will really work. I'll know exactly what to do with that then. <laughs> Speaking of making a decision about racism. Yeah. ACH has come back under the worst possible terms. Under the worst possible terms? I mean, like, the fucking reason that he decided to do that fucking sucks. Well, yeah, but I think it's probably better. I'm proud of he... him for making the yeah, decision. Yeah, I think it's probably better for him to get out of there. The shirt... Is super fucked up. So it starts off with the shirt. The shirt looks like a Sambo face. And it's really fucked up. You guys, it's been a month and a half. You should know already what it is. But it's fine. It's fine if you don't. ACH gets a shirt. The design comes to him. Apparently, he saw it one way or whatever. And he was like, I don't like it, but okay. And then it comes out on a black shirt. And it is a big smiling face with big red lips. And it looks... It's not a face. It's just a mouth with big red lips, and it looks horrifying. It just looks like a big, fat Sambo face, and it looks awful. Big red lips on a black shirt with Jordan Miles as the teeth in glistening yeah, white. It's just, it is very clearly obvious what that is. So he complained about it. Apparently, they took the shirt off, and you can't even buy it. You couldn't even buy it. It was, like, out for, like, an hour or two or whatever. I don't know, whatever. And then later on... He got really mad about the shirt because maybe I feel like 
something happened where he was supposed to talk to them about it and or whatever they just like swept it under the rug or whatever so then he announced the shirt and he got mad about the shirt and he absolutely should have gotten mad about the shirt the shirt was super fucked up what the way that i heard it and understood it was they basically didn't tell him that the shirt was coming out okay like that at least i think apparently like road dog warned triple h he was like don't fucking don't put it on the black sh-. like road dog told everybody put this on on a blue or like shirt. gray or something like don't put it on or gray don't don't put it on a black shirt um and jordan miles was under the i think that they might have done some changes to it after like originally it was just the smile no lips okay triple h and a bunch of other of the production guys made all these fucked up changes didn't run it by anybody and put it out and ach complained about it on twitter and then they took it down and he was like you know what i'm not done fucking complaining because like that isn't just like you know Everybody on NXT gets to complain about them putting out a shitty shirt that they didn't run right. by them. Not everybody else can be like, this has a 200-year legacy of racism behind yeah, it. Yeah, no. And also, I think, I think it woke him up a little bit to the idea of what his... The idea of like what his character looked like to the people backstage. The people making yeah. the decisions. And I think maybe he felt really uncomfortable with that. And I totally understand that. I think that that's super valid. I mean, I don't understand it in the way that, you know, like, oh, I can relate. I can't, but I totally, I think that's a valid thing. And I'm not conflating. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that there are a lot of people who are getting pissy about him. And I think it's for the wrong reasons. And it's like, if you want to get pissy about him for the Jay Lethal stuff, I don't know, I guess, because I don't understand the Jay Lethal stuff. I don't get that. But it's not the same as the shirt thing. And it's not the same as the smiley yeah. guy thing. And I think the smiley guy thing and the shirt thing are really fucked up. And I think that he had every reason to get away from it because of that. Yeah. People absolutely. are saying, oh, and he's committing career suicide by this. And he's being really stupid and entitled and whatever. And I don't agree at all because I think that stuff is a totally, a totally valid thing to call out your boss for. And I think you should when you quit, you should not feel afraid like that other people aren't going to hire you. People are going to hire him. People are definitely going to hire him. Yeah. Come on, man. Let's make moves. Where are you showing up? Yeah, well, he did. Apparently, he announced something today, I think. He's going to be at somewhere. That's good. Okay, because, yeah, for a while, he wasn't, and I was like, listen. Well, they probably had, like, a non-compete or something. Yeah, but I feel like this is a pretty good case of violating it, and then if they sue you, going to court and being like uh they fucking yeah but i don't know he might have still just broke it if you break the thing it's probably like yeah i guess so i i understand why you didn't i want i want to see him though i and like you know i think that we get to go back to because you and i talked about how weird his character we didn't like i didn't like it and we were like i hope he isn't just the smiling guy and they had started to tease that maybe he wasn't just the smiling guy, but then he went away for like two months and then they put out a racist t-shirt. So obviously 
for the people who are booking it, he was just the smiling black guy. Yeah. Which is like, fucking go back to the indies or... Uh, he did great in you Japan. Know, uh, he could go back to Japan. In Japan, he could easily fit into AEW. He could, you know, yeah. like there are a million places for you to go now. Well, I think honestly, it's I am very excited to see where ACH goes, and he he did the right thing. I think that he's if he's got to he you got to be able to live with yourself, and I think that he had every reason. I think it's really fucked up that people are getting pissed about it. And, and talking really nasty about him on the internet, which people are. If you just go on Reddit, you can see. And I think it's really fucked up because I, I totally agree with him. I don't care about any of the specifics. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's all through once his start, uh, Twitter mentions. Yeah, but too. once you start getting to these like specifics, like, oh, the shirt was only out for this long, or blah, blah, blah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was only out for that long because he got pissed exactly. off about it. It doesn't matter. The thing is, it's not like somebody in WWE was like, oh, no, we put the wrong shirt out. It it's the problem is you're not getting if you're if you're criticizing that stuff, you're not actually getting the problem, which is like, imagine if that happened to you. Like if you woke up one day and something that you hated that that literally was like an insult to you, your whole family and your entire there's, history. It's just a shirt calling you a was slur. Was associated with you and just sh- showed up without you like being 100% sure of it. Like, oh fuck. Like that's... And, and it was promoted by a multi-billion dollar yeah, company. They, got, they, they put it there and now all of a sudden you're kind of responsible for it in some weird way in your mind. So of course yeah. you're gonna get fucked. You're gonna get fucking mad, and you're gonna be pain. You're gonna be like a pain in the ass to this company. And I don't think that when it's all when the dust settles, I don't think you'd feel comfortable staying there. Just like he doesn't feel yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. staying there, and I totally understand it. As as somebody who has uh, made some cowardly decisions in the past, if you think that you would stay. You're literally just taking the easy way out. Like it, it would kill you. You're only saying I would stay because you're afraid of not making a paycheck. Yeah. And I get being afraid of not making a paycheck, but that is your fucking personal decision, and he made yeah. his. And I think you should get props for that because uh, it was a really tough decision yeah, yeah. to make. Especially considering so far we've had a bunch of people leave the WWE, whether it was on good or bad terms, on the WWE terms. Yes. Uh, John Moxley did it on their terms, and they were happy with it. Pac did it on their terms, and they were not happy with yeah. it, right? He, like, literally refused to wrestle for a year. Right. This is the first moment where we're seeing an even larger facade of theirs start to crumble, where somebody has said, I'm not doing this on your terms. Right. You fucked with me and so i don't care about being loyal to somebody who would do that you know not to fucking bring this into some kind of larger leftist diatribe like i always do but like i hope that other wrestlers see that and realize the kind of weight that they can throw around by being literally the reason that wwe makes money yeah and if they're fucking torturing you by putting you on the road too much, if they're 
making you feel like a lesser person by giving you a gimmick that you think is racist or sexist or homophobic, which they continue to do. Um, if they're fucking with you, you don't have to play their fucking game. Yeah, especially not you now. You can walk away. Yeah. Yeah, especially not now. Just because you get to the WWE does not mean you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and like, God bless ACH for realizing that. And like I was saying before, the only thing that I wish had gone different was that he was able to realize that without having this like fucking traumatic yeah bullshit happen. Right. Because he is a cool guy. Yeah, I like you know? him. But that's like in the same way that I'm like, well, I just wish racism didn't happen. Right. You know, like I mean, I don't know. And then for the last thing, if you're one of those guys who's gonna talk about Are you saying shit, I don't know? Like you're like yeah, I don't know. Racism. Sometimes, sure. Yeah, that's you know. exactly what I said. Those were my exact. That was my sentiment. Good work. Deciphering my puzzle. I said, I wish that racism didn't exist. And you said, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you wish, Tristan, is what I meant to say. I don't know that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know you so well. I don't know. If you're one of those pack guys and you're like, pack is the man and the way he left was great. It was on his term. But then you don't like the ACH leaving. Take a step back. Think about it. Assholes on Twitter and assholes on Reddit are always going to be louder yeah. than other yeah. people. Well, not louder than us. We we fuck up our microphones so bad when we're... Not louder than That's me, right. baby. I'm constantly peeking. Yeah. I would at least hope that the fact of the matter is is that most people, knowing the facts about what happened, would be like... Oh yeah, fuck the WWE. Yeah, it's cool to say fuck the fuck, WWE. Fuck Triple fuck Triple H for, you know, even thinking that that would be it's a good cool idea. It's cool to say fuck Triple H. Even if you like even if you love WWE, even if you love NXT, even if you like Triple H the wrestling character or the COO or whatever the fuck he is, it's cool to say fuck that guy for doing something fucked up. It's fine. Being the guy in charge of yesing or knowing shirts at NXT and explicitly choosing a racist shirt is not character work. Yeah. So if you want people to not call you racist, don't fucking keep being racist. Right. What if what if their entire design department is like from the Netherlands? Oh no, this isn't racist. This is our culture. Yeah. We don't hate black people. I granted I never saw one until I came over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll cut that down into like a 10 minute segment instead of the fucking hour it was, whatever the fuck it was that we spent on that. That's where Alec and I land on racism. We don't yeah. like it. Controversial opinions about racism yeah. in America in the year 2019. I'm trying to remember the thing you just literally called me out for being like, I don't know. I don't know. I should have said, I don't know right there. That would have been great. We don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> that classic comedy yeah. timing from what's NXT. Right. You know what I should have said? That would have been, been funny. Maybe. I Probably not. I don't think anything's funny on this show. I mean, there was one so, thing that uh, was funny on this show. Unaki punched my dick? There was too much of it. <laughs> there was just too much. 
<sighs> we gotta not not mention Funaki for a couple of months so that it can be brought back as a like, oh, it's a callback instead of just the only joke we yeah, know but how then to make. We, but there's so many other, you know, like I was just waiting for Damien Priest. Damien Priest shot a flaming arrow into my dick. We didn't talk about that. What? The Damien Priest Bruiser Pete Dunn feud? Damien Priest, Pete Dunn, and uh, Killian Dane. Yeah. That's a real clusterfuck. Yeah. I don't know about Killian Dane right now. I think he's too quiet. Uh, Morrow doesn't know about Killian Dane either because he called him Dominic Dane at one point. What the fuck? <laughs> I caught that, Morrow. I think, I think Dijax just had too many names. <laughs> now he's spilling over into other guys. Yeah, that's my name too, Dominic Dane. Yeah, we're all Dominic now, so... What's NXT? Uh, a bunch of guys named Dominic. Dominic O'Shea. He's gone now, but I mean, you know. I was about to ask, what happened to Ricochet? And then I was yeah, like, he's on oh, another yeah. show. He's probably going to be in fucking Survivor Series against NXT. <laughs> probably going to be backstage at Survivor Series. Yep. I know what NXT is, by the way. <gasps> it happened this week. What's NXT? Alec, what's NXT? I know. I know what it is, guys. This week, NXT beat AEW for the first time in ratings. And the reason why was because Kona Reeves was on the show. <laughs> NXT is Kona Reeves. He's, he's the fucking... He's the Tony Deppin of NXT, by the way. He, he, he kind of is the Tony Deppin of NXT. Yeah. I would he, love he, to see NXT. I'd love to see an episode of NXT with Kona Reeves and Tony Deppin on a tag team. Oh, they both hunch their shoulders weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And they have That's really good. conflicting characters, too. It would work really well. Because they're both annoying guys, but in totally different ways. <laughs> NXT is Kona Reeves. I can almost see that. But NXT also hasn't been Kona Reeves lately. Uh, it was Kona Reeves this week, motherfucker. The last few episodes. The last... Since they've like been 20. on TV. This yeah, yeah. was actually his TV debut. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it, by the way. And I think, that, I think that that is something that I've kind of realized about NXT. It's one of the reasons that it hasn't been as much of a, like, I gotta watch it show. It's still really good. Like it a lot. Love all the people on it. Yeah. I don't mean this in a like dour way, but it's like a serious show. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't feel fun. And like Kona Reeves, you know, he might not be a great wrestler, but he's fun. It, one of the matches that stood out to me as like my eyes were glued to it was like, Angel Garza and Tony Nese, Angel Garza and Leo Rush, because yeah. Angel Garza is fun. He's really fun. There are a bunch of great wrestlers. It hasn't been all that fun recently. AEW and Uncharted Territory are They've consistently very... very fun. Yes. AEW, AEW has a heel stable called the Dark Order, and it's these two guys. And they have a bunch of minions that follow them around. Yeah. And then this week, 
there was a promo package. I saw it, the Scientology ad on the train or whatever. The Scientology ad on the train. You're was grimacing. Crazy. It was funny. No, that it sounds good. It was really fun. That sounds good to me. I, I like it. It was so fun. I don't, I'm grimacing more about Dark Order themselves. I don't know if I like them that much. I would agree with you. And this promo package was like, oh, if they're I've got to finally give another go- shot. Yeah. They're finding a way to make them fun, you know? Yeah. Because they could have had them come out, one of them in Viking face paint and one of them in a black mask and be like, we're the Dark Order and we steal people. And I'd be like, that isn't fun. But them being like, oh, actually, we're just a like. New agey Scientology cult. I'm like, oh, that's fun. I like that a lot. NXT is fun. And they have fun people. Yeah. But the kind of drawback of what they've been doing since going on TV is they've been doing really great matches. It's been so good. And yet, it doesn't feel loose enough to be fun. Okay. And I, and I don't think that that's something that is like intrinsic to NXT. I'm not saying like, oh, well, I've made my mind. I'm not one of those people. I I don't believe in aligning with brands. Right. So I'm not going to be like, I watch AEW now and I don't watch NXT anymore because it's not fun. You know, Sega does what Nintendo don't kind of bullshit. Yeah, right. They're trying so hard to be perfect. Yeah. That I think that they're forgetting to be good and forgetting to be fun. They're putting on amazing matches, but... Nine times out of ten, I have it on in the background. They got to bring that fun back, baby. Because, yeah, when it was every week was Kona Reeves, and and I know he's injured, but Velveteen Dream. Yeah. We are missing the dream a lot. If anything, it used to be the opposite. Their weekly show was kind of sloppy, but it was so fun. Yeah. I'm almost looking back at, like, fucking... The Forgotten Sons, where I'm like, they fucking sucked, but I enjoyed watching them just to rag on them, you know? And yeah. current NXT is, it's almost disappointing because all the, all I can say is, it's very good. And then I go like, what are we going to talk about? Well, I find War Games confusing. Um, I like Angel see, Garza. It's always do you want to talk about? I mean, we've never we've recorded after war. We've done war games like three times right now at this point or two, two, two times pod. maybe. I think maybe yeah, three. maybe three. But I don't think we've ever enjoyed war games. Like I think we've enjoyed it. Like oh, the matches are great, but like the the whole idea of it is just it's one of those things where I think it's just like people like it, but like not everybody likes it, and I'm one of the people that doesn't like. See, I usually like it, and I think that I usually like it. But I'm always confused. I'm I'm surprised you're only confused now. How were you confused before? Before they were making already... Because the rules are stupid. The rules of the match are stupid. I I don't know. I'm not talking about the match. I'm talking about the lead-up. Yeah, but the lead-up doesn't... It used to be that they would take two factions that already existed, and they went into the fucking war game. Well, not really, because remember they had like 
they added like they put like Pete Dunn and like whatever in there, and they were like for oh, yeah. some reason a good guy team. Like it's just like good guy teams always suck in War okay, Games too. But, That's but another thing. Pete Pete Dunn and War Viking Machine. Raiders. That makes sense a little bit. Wasn't it Viking uh, guys? Was yeah. Pete Dunn? That's that's why I said War Machine. Oh, I didn't hear you. I was too busy thinking yeah. of the Viking experiment. Pete Dunn and them kind of make sense. AOP and Roderick Strong makes a little bit less that sense. That was but, one of the better ones. But that was still very fun. And also, at least there was a tag team in there. Yeah. This is just a bunch of singles people who have never wrestled together, have never backed each other up, because and they're, they're just like Their tag division is really weak right now. Yeah. We haven't said anything about their tag division because there is no... There's none, right? Like, Street Profits are on Raw now, maybe? All the way? Yeah, I think that the tag division is literally Undisputed Era. It's just been gutted. It's like British Strong Style, which are... They're not even on the show a lot. And then, like, yeah, who's the tag teams? Is there other tag teams? Okay, that's what NXT is. NXT is no tag teams. No tag teams right now. AEW and Beyond? Very good tag, good tag scenes. In a serious way, not just saying Kona Reeves. Fast, I could say, what's NXT? If you're watching, like, every week, the stuff that I'm watching every week, NWA is the fun one. Uh, Aron Stevens. Holy shit. That guy's hilarious. He's um, very good. NWA is the fun one. You're not supposed to look him in the eye. I don't. I, I can't <laughs> because of those fucking shorts, dude. He wore him again <laughs> underpants, and he... Mooned the audience during a match this week. That is excellent. It was really good. How how did nobody realize flesh colored tights? It's <laughs> like I'm sure somebody did, but he was amazing to bring it back. And also, by the way, if you didn't see this week, the question mark is over as hell. He's just some guy with a mustache in a lucha mask with a question mark on it. They love him, even though he's a bad guy. They cheered for him. He was on a tag team with Aaron Stevens. And they would do dueling things where he, they would do a pose and it would be, boo, yay, boo. It was very good. But, so NWA is the fun one. NXT is the wrestling one. NXT is the one with the best wrestling. I really don't think, I mean, I don't know. I'm not watching AEW, so I don't know how good the wrestling is. But I'm watching AEW Dark, and the wrestling on AEW Dark compared to NXT is like, it's not nearly as good. So... I think the wrestling on NXT is fucking killing it, knocking it out of the park. Uh, MLW is just like some goofy, fun shit to watch while I'm lifting weights that I enjoy, and I'm not going to give it up. We we really need to get you to that uh, weekly watch at least once or twice. I know. I think that I think that I don't know if the wrestling is going to beat it though. I've been watching clips. I don't know if it's as good as the NXT wrestling. I think NXT's wrestling is the best, and it's been very fun to go to a bar. And watch AEW with between one and six other people who are like invested in it, and we can shoot the shit All right. and be like, "Did you see that guy's bulge?" or whatever. I mean, it's mainly dick talk, obviously. It's wrestling. I mean, maybe you should just come over here and we'll get drunk and watch NXT. I'm sure that I can edit this into a. Uh, oh yeah, you could cut all of this shit out. It fulfilling, doesn't mean fulfilling ending that feels like we're ending on some kind of. I'm not even gonna say a positive note. On a note, yeah. I just want it to seem like we we had a conclusion. This is the conclusion. 
And this has been What's NXT? I've been Tristan Marsh. I've been Alec Fascio. You can contact us at what's NXT pod at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at enemy of both. And I just had two new comics debut. Oh, I've read them. They're good. Except I haven't read through all the way of the second of one of them. The other one I did. You can buy them at gumroad.com slash undisputed artist. Or I'm instituting a new Patreon tier for $5 a month. You automatically get a digital copy of any comic I self-publish. So check it out. That's at patreon.com slash undisputed artist. Alec, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this, I will have already had my uh, probably, oh no, maybe not. Black Friday, Black Friday, Black Friday, Black Friday. I'm running a Virtual Fighter tournament. Come down to the next level arcade and play in it. Well, that's nice. So, there you go. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Are you, follow are you me on are Twitter you... at VF Harpoon. Twitch TV slash Harpooneer with two E's, like in Moby Dick. We actually did it a month later this time, so... Congratulations to us for oh, almost yeah. sticking to a uh, schedule. Kind of works out. Yeah. It's like a clock. You can set your watch by it. Set your watch to tuning in next month to find out what's next. What's NXT? We did good. We did good. One other fun thing about this episode, other than the fact that I'm eating through the intro, is that um neither of us have seen it yet.